Girl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Aaron. You have a headache. I have a really bad headache. Are you dying? Headache. Uh, maybe. I've had it for like three days. Maybe I'm just dehydrated. That's probably the answer, mm, but... Maybe a little weather related. Oh, yes. It's been it's raining. It's cold now. Uh, yeah, sure. But it was warm a couple of days ago. Yeah, it's confusing. I don't know. It was really rainy over the holiday. Um, it's rained several times. I wore my hunter boots not just for fashion, but for purpose. I mean, also for fashion, but yeah, because I was inside most of the day. But nonetheless, you're just walking around in your boots. <laughs> I was. I was just walking around in my hunters. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a little weathery in Los Angeles. We're not accustomed to it. No. How are you? You got your hair cut. It looks great. Thank you. I feel good. I guess. Okay. I'm kind of in holiday mode already. Oh. You like, just jumped right in. My brain is shutting off slowly. Oh, oh like that. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Not like, oh, let's decorate. Like, no. bye. <laughs> See ya. No, it's like I need to nap and eat yeah. a bunch. Oh, I already feel like garbage, and it is early December. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, this is a problem. We decorated our tree last night. Yeah. Um, That was fun. We, uh, Eric's dad brought all of these, like, Christmas ornaments that Eric had as a little kid. Love. They're all... We got in this, like, argument. First of all, did you know, like, are we not supposed to say the word Eskimo anymore? Oh, I don't know. I, right? I was like, so am I supposed to say Inuit? I Pop, guess. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Anyway, there are these little figurines from Hallmark uh-huh. featuring a child Inuit and, like, a like a small little animal. I'll Google them. They're cute. super cute. Yeah. They have, like, 20 years of them. It was, like, one of those things, like, you would get, like... 1985, 86, 87, whatever. They kind of stop, I think, at like 2001 or two. That's a long time. I know. Eric's mom was very committed to them. They're super cute. And the little character is like very adorable. So you could essentially have a mini tree of just those. A hundred percent. I love that. Did you as an only child have your own tree? No. Ooh, I did. (laughs) I mean, I, the majority of ornaments were mine. Uh Uh-huh. So it was kind of my own tree. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> and it was never like a family process. I mm. Normally, we had artificial trees. Okay. So I put it together with my dad, and right. he put the lights on, and then I put the ornaments on. But I loved it because it was like I put all the Barbies in the front, and they had like a special section. <laughs> you know, I played favorites for sure. Right. I was thinking about like the ornaments that go on the back of the tree that you're like, you feel They're obligated. They're always the nice glass ones. I'm like, oh. Oh, totally. But also, well, now with Philly, it's like I have a cat. Like everything breakable is like above <laughs> a certain level and everything that's not is kind of like low. But two quick things that a little personal anecdotes here. One, my mom had given me a bunch of ornaments from when I was a kid. Now, one of them I must have made at, like, daycare. It is no joke, like, a foam ball that has been, like, glitter glued. There's a ribbon. I don't know how it's maintained itself for 30-plus years. My favorite kind of ornament. It's great. I pull, But it also has this super cheesy photo of me as, like, I'm maybe three. I can't tell how old I am. Anyway, I pulled it out yesterday with Philly, and I was like, who is this? And she goes, it's Fifi. That's what she calls herself. And I was like, oh, this is what? <laughs> spirit right here like I like started crying very you mentioned artificial trees while doing the research for this I came across a totally separate factoid that Charlie Brown's Christmas basically ruined the aluminum tree industry really yes first of all let's just think about having an aluminum tree in your home no maybe the aluminum tree industry should have died before anyway, that, yeah. Right. But because it would play every year, it like slowly got more and more people to like get a real tree and not have their aluminum tree. Yeah. I've never had a real tree. Ever? ever? 
Eric had never either. We, when I was very little, used to go and like cut it down, like mm-hmm. in a tree place, not a forest, yeah. like a place where you should go. And then we had a artificial for years, and now we in LA have had a, a real one. This is our third year. I don't like the idea of stealing a tree <laughs> to decorate. <laughs> It's kind of weird. It's a weird thing. And I also don't like the idea that there could be bugs or animals in it. Fair. And then growing up, my best friend always had a real tree. Always so stabby. Always it's, poked me. It's very stabby. It smells amazing. Yeah. I mean, it is great. just a tinderbox situation, though. Like, yes. you know, it sucks up a lot of water if you're not watering it. And we got ours the day after Thanksgiving. So, like, we're really, no pun intended, playing with fire here. Like... It, it is weird. And then you, like, put all this stuff on it. You put hot lights on this, like, dead tree. Just waiting for it to burn. It's really amazing that more people's homes don't burn down during the holiday yeah. season because, my goodness, what a – there's a line. And uh, I've watched a lot of Olaf's Christmas or whatever it's right. called. And there's a throwaway line where Olaf is like, wait, so you take this dead tree carcass and then put uh, candles on it and put it in your in your living room? And everyone in the family's like, Oh, yeah. And he's like, great. It sounds magical. <laughs> like, it's like very sweet. But it also, real fire hazard. My roommate and I have this running joke that we stan Josh Gad because oh. Olaf makes us laugh so much. I am obsessed with it. And Philly just got a plush Olaf from great. my grandfather. And it is wonderful. Yeah. He, Olaf, totally stan. Totally. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Also, it's, like him, I like Sven. Sven doesn't talk, but. Oh, yeah. He has his own song in Frozen 2. It's oh. great. Sven does? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> the thing it's like an 80s ballad. Wait, but have you seen this little Christmas thing that I'm talking no. about? Oh, you should watch it. It's pretty funny. It wasn't the short that they actually took out of theaters because it was too long. Unclear. I bet it is. It's 22 minutes. Yeah. It is Olaf heavy. Like, it's mostly Olaf, um, and which makes it great. And it's all the original voices, which I always appreciate. Yeah. Is that what you're fangirling over? Maybe. Olaf? I might be fangirling over Olaf. I am fangirling over Dollface. I watched the whole thing. Right? I liked it. My very attractive Orange Theory instructor was in it. Oh, that's fun. Unfortunately, not as the stripper. Um, but As what? He, when I they watched go, it. When they go to that bar with Stella's mom, who's Tia Carrere. Yes, I died. I died. I was like, no one else cared. I, we were, I watched it with two other people at work, and I was like, is that Tia Carrere? And, like, lost oh, it. No one I cared. was dying. Dying. I meant were to, waiting to tell me. I know. I meant to tell you, and I forgot. He He's the waiter with the goggles when that, like, oh, is okay. bringing them their shot luge. Yeah, I thought it was a really fun show. It's gotten a lot of mixed negative reviews, I I'd say, it. but I think it was exactly what I thought it was going to be 100%. based on the trailer, mm-hmm. and I've described it as a very good freeform show. Yes. And if I told people that and they knew that's what they were getting into, yeah. I think they would enjoy it more. I thought it was cast very well. My one critique is that there is a shower scene with Kat Dennings, okay. and she's in full cat eye, red lip situation. And I'm like, that's not how you shower. No. And also, does she ever not have that look? Like, maybe she needs to like, just mix it up a little bit. I don't know. It was like, I like, I mean, she looks amazing. But I was just like, one, that's just not a real shower scene. Just somebody's taking your makeup off at some point, or it's running. Yeah, that's true. And that frustrated me. That was my one, my one critique of the of the show was that but I really forgot how much I like Brenda's song. Yeah. I, I I mean, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Dating Macaulay Culkin. actually really liked the episode he was in, too. I did, very too. Very funny. Yes, very funny. Um, got a little Matthew Gray Goobler up in there. 
that was I liked him as like a vet. Yeah. And it worked. He was funny. He's very he's funny. I liked the show. Yeah. Period. Look at Great. us defending Dollface. End wow. of episode. What a surprise. What are you I know, right? What are you fangirling over? I, look, I can't fangirl over AMC A list any longer. I've done it too much. Mm-hmm. But over Thanksgiving, I saw three movies because what? of AMC A-List, and I had a great time. So wait, is AMC A-List different than AMC Stubbs? AMC Stubbs just gets you rewards for concessions. You uh, have to pay to get the, the AMC A-list. Stubbs A-List. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. There mm-hmm. are differences. differences. Okay. But I got to see um, the Mr. Rogers movie. I got to see Knives Out. I saw Queen and Slim. And then, to top it all off, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I got to watch a screener of Little Women. My life has been made. The year can end. Did you like it? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it until you've seen it. So I'm it. assuming we're going to get the screener. Um, sometimes, like, with movies like that, SAG gets it, and the WGA doesn't, which is always... Because it's like, okay, this is, like, the fourth Little Women. Like, you know the story. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes movies like that, WGA doesn't get it, because it's like, it's been written. <laughs> like, everyone knows this story. But it's... Um, in a different order. It's weird. Right. So maybe um, you will get it. We, did I tell you we got Jojo Rabbit? Um, yes. We, we've gotten a bunch of weird things. We got, speaking of screeners and fangirling, we got Robert Jewell. Richard Jewell? Richard. I was like, wait a minute. That's wrong. I was like, what are you But we got about? it digitally. And oh, Eric, like, deleted nice. the email. So what? then he had to, like, go back and get the code. He got, like, the director's guild code. It was a whole thing. But you know I'm excited for that movie because it's Olympics tangential. Yeah. And I was really into the story at the and time. And Kathy Bates. Yeah. And that, that guy stole the Tiny Harding movie. Yeah, I was going to say he's only in like 90s. <laughs> yeah, 90s period Olympic movies. <laughs> period, yeah. Or just, yeah. He's, yeah. he's perfect for it, though. He's perfect. I'm very excited. Wow. All right, we'll have to talk about Mr. Rogers later. Good? It's cute. Sweet. Yeah, it's like more sweet than anything, right? Yeah. That's kind of what I've heard. It's like you want more. I don't, I, I don't really, f- I liked it. Okay, but coming out a year after right. the Mr. Rogers documentary, right. we didn't need it. That's probably what you just wanted was the yeah. documentary. It's much better. Yeah. Okay. Well, switching gears. Switching gears. Holiday into- movies. I mean, we have two. So last week was very like, you know, sort of hijinks, like one specific franchise. This week, we're going to love stories. Yeah. Rom-coms. Rom-coms. Holiday rom-coms. The holiday and love actually. But first, um, real quick, I watched movies that made us on Netflix. Don't mm-hmm. love it. It's kind of fast paced. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do a Home Alone episode. Recommend it to anyone who listened to last week's. Yes. Someone episode. on Twitter also told us about it. Which yeah. Was great. You learn so much. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing that's very obvious, but I never really considered, is the amount of red and green they put into that movie to make it extra Christmassy. Love. Appreciate. Yeah. It- it shows. That effort shows. Yeah. Which I don't think really shows in either of these movies. No. I was going to say. very much on purpose. Yes. But. We had a side conversation yesterday about Home Alone 2 and, like, how quickly that decision must have been made to make that movie. Like, it must have been after opening weekend. They, like, you know, yeah. get the script. Because, he, like, he's, it's ostensibly one year later. you got to keep Macaulay Culkin cute. Like, you can't wait too long. you mm-hmm. got a window on little boys before they start to be, like the worst and it's just like they moved very very quickly to get that to get it shot to get it out to get it I'm like boom yeah Appreciate they had it. to do it before kevin became a buzz 
<laughs> they were like, we gotta, we gotta move. <laughs> we gotta, go, we gotta go quick. This kid's losing his shelf life. Um, okay, so shall we start with the holiday? Yes. I low key love this movie. I have seen it thirty times. I swear. I don't know. I watch it all the time. But did you see it like when it first came out? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Two thousand six. Yeah. I think I only seen it like on a like a TBS. Oh, maybe. Like on TV? I own it, I think. Oh, we've definitely seen it also like on a DVD situation, but I believe the first time I ever saw it was on television. I don't know. The first time. I'm sure my life was changed. I was different, <laughs> but I don't remember it. <laughs> Dumped and depressed, English Rose Iris, that's a tough sentence, agrees to swap homes with similarly unlucky in love Californian Amanda for a much needed break. Iris finds herself in a palatial Hollywood mansion while Amanda navigates the lanes of picture-perfect English village. Soon enough, both lovelorn ladies bump into local lads, perfect for a romantic pick-me-up. Love this description. Great, right? <laughs> Ooh, thanks, Ooh. Google search. Right, thanks for, for writing that. Uh, so 2006, Nancy Myers. Nancy Myers, first of all. Yeah. What I was thinking about Nancy Myers, like, I need to do more research on her. Like, how... How was this just like her brand from day one? You know what I mean? Like just coming strong with a beautiful home. With kitchens. Yeah, with yeah. kitchens. And like <laughs> white and blues and linens. Yeah. And like I want to know like how she grew up. You know what I mean? Like what did she grow up like this or did she grow up totally differently? And so this is completely aspirational yeah. for her. That's what I wanted to know about Nancy Myers. Yeah. We'll do the okay. research later. Um, so movie came out mixed reviews, which I guess I can see. Made a lot of money, though. Like 200-some million dollars? Yeah. I see how it gets mixed reviews. It's not a perfect movie. No. Um, there, I did read that this band, The Wombats, who I don't like, <laughs> yeah. um, saw this movie thinking it would be like a Bridget Jones, and it wasn't. So oh, they no. wrote a hate song about it. Yeah. What? Like, like a hate song about Nancy Myers, almost. That's, That's pretty insane. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> this movie. Inspiring hate. You're better than that. I mean, sure. Be a person. So, the, you know, the premise of this movie is how they swap houses. Pre-Airbnb. I forgot how great Cameron Diaz punching Ed Burns in the face, like, like when they're, like, breaking up. Like, there's a lot of cheating going on in this movie. Yeah. A lot of assistance. Everyone very artistic, though. Everyone's, like, a writer. Like, even Cameron Diaz, they have, like, a, she has, like, a trailer company, like a movie trailer. Well, Iris company. is just an editor, right? For the, for the wedding section? Yeah, of the Daily Telegraph? I don't Telegraph? quite understand her job because she's too busy obsessed with her boss and, like, doing his work. Yeah, and I don't think Jasper's that cute. No. Like, a uh, Fun fact, though, uh, they actually dated in real life for, like, three months. Oh, yeah. Rufus. Rufus mm-hmm. Sewell. Sewell. Um, and so Kate Winslet, Iris, goes to L.A. She ultimately meets Miles. Now, is Miles, like... Cameron Diaz's boyfriend's assistant. Like, how does he? Yes. Yes. He gets, that's his role, but he writes music. I don't think he's assistant. They just, like, work together. Oh. Or, like, his, like, partner. And they're, like, friends or yeah. something. She's living it up in Hollywood, West Hollywood. It's They, like, show Sunset. The actual house is in San Marino. Spoiler. Um, and San Marino is, like, in Pasadena, so it's way way further east but the inside of that house you told me this great factoid shot on a soundstage but the interiors cost a million dollars because it's nancy myers it was a non-working house and they spent a million dollars on interior shots and it's not my favorite nancy myers home no that's kind of boring it's a yeah 
Um, but then she meets Arthur. The loveliest. The best character. Yeah, this was why I always liked this part of the movie, because Arthur was a screenwriter in, like the, go- like, the Hollywood golden age. Yeah. It's your dream neighbor. It's my dream neighbor. It's a dream neighbor. A 90-year-old man who wrote, like, some of your greatest movies. Yeah, who has, like, an Oscar lying around. Yeah, and who was, like, probably, like, palling around with Betty Davis. Like, yes, like, that's my my personal dream neighbor and maybe, like, most people's personal dream neighbors. But much of this movie is dedicated to Iris getting Arthur fit enough to walk across the stage so he can receive this award from his peers, like, for his life's accomplishments. The only part of the movie that makes me cry. Every time. When he walks across the stage, I'm always like, but, but Arthur. Like, he walks up the stairs himself, no assistance. No assistance. Plays that song that Miles writes. Meanwhile, Cameron Diaz, Amanda. She doesn't seem like an Amanda. That always bugged me. Oh, that's fair. She goes to that cottage alone, gets tired of blasting Mr. Brightside. <laughs> After like two hours. Yeah. Like Honestly, I, I get it. I'd get bored fast, too. It's quiet. Um, but then Iris's hot brother comes over. It's Jude Law. So hot. He's drunk. But then they fall in love over time. They fall in love. Well, and they make out immediately. Like he's there. I mean, she's bored. <laughs> she's bored. He's hot. She has nothing else to do. So she he, does him. Then plot twist. He is a widower with two daughters. Wow. Sophie and Olivia, really on the cutting edge of those names, by the way, like Nancy Myers, because those names are so common now. Yeah. I wonder if there was like an increase. Also, Mr. Napkinhead is an icon. <laughs> I love Jude Law as Mr. Napkinhead. If I ever meet him, I'm going to tell him that's my favorite character he's ever played. Yeah. Um, fair. I was reading a lot that both um, Kate Winslet and Jude Law were nervous that they weren't going to be funny enough for this movie because they both were coming off a lot of like period pieces yeah that makes sense or like playing different characters and they were like oh we basically just have to be ourselves and that was very disconcerting yeah. to both well, of them well jack black did, didn't think he could be a love interest in a movie totally essentially nancy myers wrote these parts for them like the miles part in particular she had seen school of rock and like fallen in love with jack black mm-hmm. and then as she was writing the rest of this like she wanted these no, actors. when I watch this movie, I'm like, is Jack Black my dream man? And it, like, <laughs> kind of freaks me out. But it's because of that specific blockbuster date. Oh, yeah. When they're just, like, walking through the aisles. And he's singing. Yeah. I'm like, so this, is, this is it. Speaking of that, two fun things from that. Number one, it's a blockbuster. But the crew removed all of the Kate Winslet and Jack Black movies from the blockbuster. You would have to. So as to not be distracting, which I loved. Also, Dustin Hoffman is in that scene. As, like, a real quick, and he's, like, mumbling to himself after mm-hmm. he's doing the... The, the graduate. The, the graduate, yeah. Apparently, Dustin Hoffman was just, like, on the way to a blockbuster, saw that they were filming, and, like, poked his head in, and Nancy was like, hey! Like, and they know each other. And so then she just, like, wrote him in. He came back the next day, and they filmed it. Love. Love that. Sure. We didn't need Dustin Hoffman, but I appreciate it. Gives it a level of, like, credibility. It's like, oh, yeah, Dustin Hoffman is in this movie. Um, only other factor that I have is that... The Rose Cottage is not real. Honestly, it's a good thing it's not. Why? Because so many people would try to stay there. Yeah. I mean, it was real. Like, they built it in a week. Yeah. But then they had to make it look old, so that took longer. It's like imagineering work. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no. Sadly, you, you cannot stay there. Yeah. But Home Exchange, first of all, the website they use is a real website. Yeah. And then it 
exploded. I'm sure. Every Would you single do woman this? was like, switch houses with me. Totally. No. Just you don't want people in your staff? I would need to see the person. I couldn't. They do it based on instant messenger alone. Yes. There's right. no, like, profiles to yeah. my knowledge. No, it doesn't seem. It It seems 2006. Yeah. Seems like a different time. Even though it was only 13 years ago, it seems like a different time. Yeah. Um, I think I would do it, but I would, like, hide all my valuables. I'd, like, put yeah. them somewhere I'm sure else. a lot of people do that. Yeah, like Airbnb people. Yeah. I mean, it's like kind of the precursor to Airbnb. Um, what is your favorite part about this movie? Hmm. Other than the Arthur scene. Oh, wow. I know. I mean, that's it, really. A lot End of, of dancing in this movie? Is a lot of dancing. I don't know what I love about this movie. I think everyone in it is just delightful. Mm-hmm. It's very charming. Yeah. And it's not... It's for some reason to me, it's a little different than any other Nancy Myers movie. I agree. I don't know why that is, but it feels a little different. My maybe it's cheesier. It's a little cheesy. It's a little cheesy. Um, and it's I don't know. There's like not as much like depth to it. It's just kind of like fun. I don't know. Yeah. But my favorite thing is Cameron Diaz's coat situation like she just has like really good clothes actually she kept all the clothes from this movie which i loved um but yeah there's just like something about the easy breezy like everyone's attractive and like kind of but like not like in a there's like a fun banter to the whole movie that i appreciate all right i don't know if i can say that i like this next movie that much we are on the same page people are gonna hate us Love actually doesn't do it for me. I'm kind of the same. So I watched, rewatched it last night. I've seen it a handful of times. It's confusing. It's crazy. M- crazy. Okay, nine intertwined stories examine the complexities of the one emotion that connects us all. Love. Does it, though? Among the characters explored are David, the handsome newly elected British Prime Minister who falls for a young junior staffer, Sarah, a graphic designer whose devotion to her mentally ill brother complicates her love life, and Harry, a married man tempted by his attractive new secretary. And so on, and so on, and so on. So, and so on, and so on, and so on. Actually, there were supposed to be 14. Oh, 14 my God. Stories. Two of them got cut out during just like the script writing process, but two got cut out in post-production. Um, so there was one that involved a girl with a wheelchair and one about a boy who records a love song for a classmate who ultimately hooks up with the drummer. And I was just like, what? I'm going to say right now, though, both of those stories are much more interesting than the guy who's like, I'm going to go to America and meets hot girls at the bar. In like Wisconsin? Is that where yeah, they go? Yeah. Yeah. Random. Yeah. Um, Totally. The Sarah Laura Linney story, though, heartbreaking. And the Alan Rickman story. Okay, let's get through the facts real quick so okay. I can we can talk about this. Movie comes out 2003. What? I know. It's that old. Okay. Yeah. Mixed reviews also. I see why. Um, this was a huge success. $248 million worldwide on a, like, 40, 45 budget shocking that it only costs like that that's what it costs because there's so many people in this movie i know 
Um, this was the most rented DVD in the UK in 2004. That makes Love sense. Love that fact. I feel like we don't talk about DVDs anymore. And it was such a time for all of us. Like, that weird transition where Blockbuster was still around but had DVDs. Even in the holiday, they're all DVDs when he's holding them up. Yeah, and I'm like, weird. what is this? <laughs> like, what? I don't remember that. I mean, I did that at the tail end of my Blockbuster experience. Yeah. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It felt wrong. Um, VHS for life. <laughs> yeah, for life. I'm going to get that tattooed on my body. Amazing. Um, this movie received a Golden Globe nom. See, right here is where you know the Golden Globes are. Musical or comedy. Garbage. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, a lot of hot people in this movie. Oh, attractiveness. Like big names. Galore. Yeah. So you get like a Hugh Grant, a Colin Firth, which I forgot immediately. And like immediately he's the first guy. I got, you know, excited. Right. I thought I have high hopes. Right. This movie maybe is better than I remember. I think I'm wrong. Liam Neeson. Oh, this killed me. He plays a grieving husband. Yeah. His wife has died. And then his real wife dies six years later. Tragedy. Oh, it's terrible to watch Foreshadowing. Now. Yeah, it's real tough. Emma Thompson's in this movie. Mm-hmm. They made her wear a fat suit because she's real thin. So she just looks like a normal person. I always wondered what was going on if they just, like, gave her some more layers or something. Fat suit makes more sense. She didn't need it. It's weird. No. Laura Lenny. Ugh. Yes. Andrew Lincoln of Walking Dead. <laughs> so strange. Andrew Lincoln of Walking Dead. Keira Knightley. Their love story, I or kind of love story, I find it wrong. Weird. Not a fan. She, yeah, she's also, like, so young in this movie. I'm always like, how old are you supposed to be? Yeah. Like, she seems like she's, like, 15. <laughs> so many people. Like, January Jones? Yeah. What? Random. So random. My thing with this movie is there are just, <laughs> it's just too much. If this movie picked... Two to four of these stories, and we could dive into them more. I think I'd like this movie a lot. Yeah. This movie's almost like, what's the word for it? It's, uh, I can't think of what it's called, but it's like you, you could, they're almost like little mini shorts. Like they don't, yeah. they don't, don't need to you be You don't connected. have to connect them. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost less interesting because they are connected. Yeah. It is so complicated that there is a visual aid on Wikipedia <laughs> that shows you how the characters connect. I mean. I think there are only two in the whole movie that like don't interact or have any connection at all. Okay. It, like, that just feels unnecessary. It's like if it's so complicated in, like, 120 minutes that we need a visual aid, maybe we should have just done little, like, vignettes is yeah. the word I was looking for. Vignettes. Vignettes. <laughs> well, supposedly, Richard Curtis was working on two movies, one with Colin Firth, mm-hmm. one with Hugh Grant. Are they always going to work together? Bridge Jones. Um, but he eventually thought the plots were kind of similar. Why don't we just make this one movie? But yet add several more movies into this movie. Yeah, yet add 45 more movies. Actually, though, I guess Hugh Grant and Richard Curtis, like, really bumped heads over this movie. They'd worked together a ton before, like, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't want to do the dance at all. Which is, like, the most fun part of the It's, like, the, the most movie. iconic part of the movie. Jump for he, my love. He yeah. wanted the prime minister to just be, like, a prime minister and, like, not have this storyline be so whimsical. Prime and I was, like, ministers have interests also though like well, did you know what you signed up for like you're not going to be like the straight man in this like bonkers movie you know what i mean like th- this movie needs whimsy yeah, there are to keep it sex moving. scene stand-ins happening in <laughs> the next scene the first time i saw this movie i was like 
I'm sorry, what? Because I know this is a movie that people watch every year. Does it get cut out on television? That's what I don't know. Like, I watched it on, you know, Netflix or something. And I just, my, Eric was like, oh, yeah, we watch this every year as a family. And I was like, with this (laughs) right here? Like, I was just like totally Is that a thing, though? I didn't know. Because they're not doing porn. It's for a just normal movie sex scene. And they have naked stand-ins. Is that a thing? That they're naked? Yeah. I mean, probably to some degree. They might not be totally naked, but because... It is funny, though, because they, like, go up and, like, check the lighting and... That's why they need to be... <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, that's what they're there for. They're for the lighting and, like, to make sure that the cameras are, are fine. But, yeah, I'm oh, I, the first time I saw it, I was just like, oh, I was not... I wasn't prepared for this part at all. I just didn't see no. it coming. My thing is Andrew Lincoln's character, he has even said this, that it's borderline stalker territory. Kind of agree. Yeah. The way when she, when Keira Knightley watches that video and it's just of her face, it is creepy. Creepy. And she's, I don't think, like, appropriately creeped out. (laughs) No. I would be like, how long have you had, how much do you watch this? And I have mixed (laughs) feelings about the card scene that everyone loves. I don't, yeah. I was like, like, maybe you should mind your business. I don't know. Like, why are you doing this? Or it's like, you've tried? I don't know. It just feels, yeah. They need either make, like, her husband a worse person so she could, like, end up with him or something. Yeah, that guy's great. Or we need to leave this alone. Be respectful, Andrew Lincoln. That's the thing. It's like, you've said, okay, now, like, go away. I mean, I guess that's kind of what the card thing is for. But then they kiss, and then you're going to think about that when you're Forever. at a drunk dinner five years later. What, what's that about? What's going to happen then? Right. It's like <laughs> you've, you've planted the seed. Now it's just like, is it going to germinate? I don't feel germinate? like it's over. Yeah, like it's in the ground. Is it going to grow a flower, or is it just going to— See, that's a movie right there. Just that. Just that. Those three. Love triangle. Okay, though. Can we talk about the Laura Linney? That, this one, like, heartbreaking. hurts me. Like, watching this one and then the Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson one hurts. And it's, like, too sad for a holiday movie. You know what I mean? It's too real. a sad holiday movie. I get it. But it's just, like, those two stories are, like, filled with, like, a lot of, like, Fluffington around it. And you're just, like – so it it ends up feeling kind of, like, weird because you just, like, have this whole, like, literal hole in your (laughs) – chest and the whole time you're just like uh what's happening this is horrible and then these like naked stand-ins are like my thing is i wish i could get more of those sad stories so i could like connect with it because i'm getting i'm jumping around so much i don't care really i'm not attached to laura lenny's character oh it just makes me sad just like i mean it is sad but i'm not I'm not in it because they keep taking me out of it. That's a very fair point. Are there any of the stories that you, like, really connect to? No. I kind of like the son, father-son, like, after losing their mother kind of thing. That's yeah, with cute. the girl. Um, no. I think I would watch, like, if the Hugh Grant was was just a movie about him being a prime minister and falling in love, yeah, I'd probably watch that. I always it's think like a Notting Hill or something. Totally. I always think that woman, I think her name is Martine... McCutcheon, something like that. I've always thought she's, like, so pretty. I was like, why isn't this girl, like, in more stuff? I feel like she's, like, shockingly pretty in, like, a very sort of, like, relatable way. Yeah. And she's very funny. Honestly, I think I'd watch any of these if they were just one movie. (laughs) 
You'd watch nine individual movies just of like all of these. Yes. Except for the guy going and like Is having sex in Wisconsin. Why we have like New Year's Day, Valentine's Day, those movies where it's like a bunch of stories. Probably. On a holiday. Yeah. I'm sure this was this started it started it all. Um my mother's criticism of this movie is that like Christmas trees in England, like we lived in England and we had the saddest like Charlie Brown Christmas tree because like they just don't do Christmas trees the same way that we do. Uh-huh. And she's like, all the Christmas trees in this movie are beautiful. Like that's not what Christmas trees look like in England. And I was like, all right, mom, that's your criticism. Like, OK, fine. Um, but I appreciate it nonetheless. So these movies do have a few things in common. Mm-hmm. They're really strong casts. Really strong casts, both in England, kind of. Yeah, uh. there's an England connection. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some affairs going on. Yeah, a lot of cheating. And it's, they're rom-coms, of course. It's about love. Yeah, differences. Love actually is sad. <laughs> it's a sad movie. Overall, yeah. Yeah. And you don't get the, like, beautiful kitchens. Although there are some lovely. The the prime minister's home looks nice. <laughs> I like when he, like, yeah, goes to her house. Like, yeah, I don't know. I like that, all of that. See, See, it could be its own movie. It could 100% be its own movie. Um, I think the female characters in The Holiday are stronger than mm-hmm. Love, actually. But they get time. That's true. It's. I think your point about, like, we don't really get much of, we don't get enough of anyone. Other, I don't know. Again, now I'm just, like, simmering in my feelings about the Laura Linney story and yeah, feeling my very My brain is uh, just, like, flashes of love, actually. Like, it's so much to take in. It I, is. You have to watch it 20 times. I know. That's the thing. I think I think that's maybe why people, like, do watch it so much. Because it feels new every time? Yeah, because you're like, that, oh. That's fair. I'm connecting. You literally could watch it nine times and connect to a different story every single time. And I've only seen it, like, a handful of times, and so therefore I'm like, Whoa. I just wasn't prepared when I watched it the first time for what it actually was. I thought it was going to be like very sweet, very oh. rom com. Surprise. Because it's, like, it's a Christmas movie, right? You're like, oh, everyone watches this with their family on Christmas. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I am depressed. But we watch It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas. Fair. Very, very, <laughs> very fair point. And maybe that's why I tend to watch like Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, Elf. You want to be alone. uplifted. I want to be holidays. uplifted and like laugh. I would recommend Christmas Evil. <laughs> Great. It's it's a great, like, slasher B-movie. Also. Not so uplifting, but very fun. I can't remember what country it was when I was doing the research for this. I came across a funny thing that in some country, let's say it's the Ukraine, I think, Bad Santa is translated as, Santa is a pervert, and it really made me laugh. Oh, speaking of Billy Bob Thornton, who <laughs> is in love, actually, as our president. American president. Yes. He, so Hugh Grant kept flashing pieces of antique furniture in front of him because <gasps> Billy Bob Thornton has a fear of antique furniture. Yeah. Did you not know that? No. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. But, like, how mean. What a dick move. Did not understand, like, this is an actual fear a person has. I, I don't. I don't. I think it's a fear Billy Bob Thornton has. No. But, you know, people have weird fears. Sure. And to just throw something in front of it. That's like an episode of Maury, which I would watch. But... <laughs> It's not nice. With Hugh Grant and Billy Bob Thornton only, though, on Maury. But, you know, like, yeah. I'm scared of cotton balls, and there's, like, a man in full <laughs> cotton ball totally. bodysuit comes out. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, on your tree scale, how many trees do you give these movies? Honestly, like, based on Christmas holidays alone? Yeah. Three? For each? Yeah. 
I know there maybe not... four for Love Actually. There might be more trees. There's a lot, and there's like a Christmas show. Yeah, there's like a pageant. Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with you for a movie that's called The Holiday. It's not. It's the vacation. It's holiday. Correct. Vacation. It's like British holiday. Yes. And yeah, but it, for people to be like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. Like, yeah. it's the anti-Christmas movie. I also movie. think of it as more of a New Year's movie because they all finally meet at the end for New Year's for Eve. For New Year's Eve. Yeah. I think that's fair. I would give The Holiday maybe like a two trees and Love Actually like a three trees. Yeah. Um, But like a fun – do you watch – the holiday every year like are any of these i watch in your the holiday repertoire? when i feel like it i oh. don't feel like it's something i watch just at christmas, christmas time interesting i wonder if it is in people's like repertoire of you know rotation of holiday movies because i have like a pretty strong i usually watch christmas vacation first mm. i watch peewee's christmas special every year oh well that's my i understand because i've seen it it's like the it's gayest great. thing i've ever watched it's pretty gay it's but amazing. it's amazing it's great and this every I just I've just mentioned Pee Wee's Christmas and the song at the beginning will be in my head all day. It's, it's a perfect special. It's yeah. I last year, I think I still have it on my notes somewhere. I dreamed up because I know Pee Wee Herman made that movie for Netflix. Oh yeah. Paul Rubens and Judd Apatow made that movie. Yeah. I was like, we need to make another Christmas special just as good. And I listed I made like a dream list and it has like Jonathan Van Ness. And so you get like a Netflix connection. It yeah. could really work. Yeah. People listen to me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Natalie Burris has ideas, people. I got them. You, you got them. Just come to her. Okay. I think, I mean, you obviously like the holiday better than Love Actually. People will come for us. Yeah, that's fine. I, I really want to know like why you love this movie, you being the general you listening. And like, how many times have you seen it? Because I think the number of times you've seen it will greatly impact how much you love it. And because we haven't seen it a hundred times, maybe that's yeah, why we don't love maybe. it as much. Could be. Could be. Could be. How many times do you think you've seen The Holiday? I honestly don't know. I think I'm at like 10 to 15. Uh, maybe more than that. I, I don't, don't know. I, of that 10 to 15, though, I don't know how many times that's been like fully like, I'll, yeah, like, pick it up on TV. It's one of those, if it's on TV, I'll watch it. Oh, that's, like, Mean Girls for me. Yeah. And I'm like, and oh, okay. Devil's Prada. Yeah. You know, just like, oh, okay. Like, I'll watch the last 20 minutes mm-hmm. of The Devil Wars Prada. And I'm like, mm-hmm. All right. Everyone, please tell us your thoughts. What do you prefer? How many trees would you give these movies on our tree scale? Send us an email at hellofangirls at gmail.com or find us on social. So until next week. Bye. bye.